Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Hello, Ken Rashawn. A little tired from a long three days, little sleep events everywhere, Phoenix, New Orleans, and here I am back in D.C., so I'm excited about AKA Action bringing up the juice and making me feel alive again. And uh, Goddess will not be with us. And uh, we have, I guess, another show we'll be doing with Action where he's able to share about um, his his adopted cause. Is that correct? Yeah, part of his cause. So uh, I'm at Mark Harris's event down in Orlando, Florida. I got in in the middle of the night and learned something new about uh, travel. I've I've gotten I've had my bags wet. I've never had them appear to have been thrown in the ocean. So I don't know what mud puddle they found, <laughs> but it was a, definitely a deep one. And since I didn't, I got in like at two thirty and opened my bag at seven this morning. Found all my clothes, all my books, soaking wet. So. That was a fun experience this morning. So I woke up with like, wow, everything's been laundered. It's perfect. But it's a great event here. There's some amazing consultants from all over the world. So um, people who work in um, Sri Lanka to, uh, I believe, this other guy's from the Netherlands. So lots of really great culture and information. I already got to chat and uh, go on stage a little this morning. So uh, really good things are happening here over the next three days. And we'll get lots of keep smiling pictures. And, and see how we can serve all of them in the world. So super good down here. <laughs> well, well, good. Did you have um, more so, stuff going on this week? No, nothing else. Oh, you're already done. <laughs> well, I'm back in town. So yeah, there's a, a big crab feast tomorrow. But uh, Crystal Richardson's birthday was uh, this past weekend in Phoenix. Yes, and she it was. had her, uh, her women's uh, summit and it was really amazing beautiful event with uh, all kinds of extraordinary women uh, sharing the stage. Sharon Lecter, your friend was there and yeah. she, uh, she wowed everyone like she always does when she's on the stage. Yeah. And I Crystal, had turned down, Crystal had asked me to come and speak and I turned it down. I already had I prior commitments. So I, uh, I, I could not go. I chose, well, I, I could have gone, but I chose not to go. I had a prior commitment that I w- um, wanted to keep my word for. So I stayed home. So I heard it was really good. So fantastic. Did you get a lot okay. of pictures? <laughs> You're awful quiet. Well, I was talking and then, I, okay, never mind. It's, it's I can't hear you. I can't hear you okay. very well. I have my volume up all the way. So they might be able to hear you, but I cannot. So. Okay. And I uh, hope Voice American hear me soon. That other people can hear. All right. So that's uh that's pretty much it. All right. Well, then I'll thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing, Voice America Influencers Channel, Amplifluence, MyMakeupLady.com, and MenFashion.com. And we want to remind you to love on www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. Back to you, Ken. Okay. Well, we have a guest. 
Let's oh, bring him I on. will. I will Let's... introduce him. So, uh, um, this is Aka Action, aka Action. He is a musician. He's really into crypto. He's super smart. He is in the funkadelic world, and he has a, a love movement. Is what he has created. He has this great love for people and affinity for people to be able to be resilient to overcome their challenges. So he's right in the line with the Keep Smiling movement. He has such a plethora, such a history, and some amazing things going on. And Ken just held up a book. Uh, do you want to refer to that? Yeah, well, I, for, I forgot. Out? I was thrown. Yeah, I was thrown off with the. So, uh, hopefully, you can hear me. Um, but Bernardo Moya's book, "A Man Evolving," uh, just came out on the ninth, and a spectacular book from a spectacular man with a great message. So, highly encourage you to check this out. And uh, we're very proud that we printed it and published it, and are going to market it for ever. And uh, the love event was just this past weekend, and I got an opportunity to, to interview Bernardo and uh, get inside his heart and mind of how he had to create this book and how he, um, how he evolved doing a, an evolving man. So very, very exciting. Yeah, so uh, so th- th- that was a, a, a great tie-in because the love event was really good. I saw the interview. You did a great job. And uh, I'm really excited to learn more about what you guys are doing to get his book out in the world. And then so we talked about the love event, and that's AK Action, AKA Action. So let's get you back on here with us, uh, Aka Action, who is down in here in Ohio and has been doing some amazing things to share love in the world. So if I asked you to turn your video back on. There he is. Hey, hey, how you guys doing today? I'm tired. Did you hear? You're going to bring me up. You're going to bring the energy up. I'm going to do so. Thank you guys for having me on. And I like how you said you're going to promote that forever, 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 ever, forever, ever. Exactly. You know that song outcast. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been working hard, huh? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. I mean, we want to help you with your book. Get it out there. I mean, when you travel to 50 cities with an author's book, and you have all these amazing people come together. Obviously, there's going to be a nice, uh, a nice campaign created. I think yep. that's how, I think that's how most people win is they just keep going. They just keep going. Many hands make light work. Yes, and great, great. Uh, shout out on the flag on the left there. Oh Actually, yeah, you're right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I love. I love America. So uh, it's Aka. Action, it's aka action, but I love the aka. We have been joking about that since she said at my house. My wife says there's aka action, but it's aka yep. action. And the story behind yeah, this. Well, we're going to go into that in a second. I was just thinking about if you hadn't had the action, you were just aka aka. I mean, that would just be okay. crazy. Well, I am aka at home now. <laughs> I am known okay. as aka action. And how did that come about, aka? She about? said it the first time I was on the show because we had it AKA right. all together said A period K period, and then you corrected her, which was cool. So I <laughs> so now thanks to the amazing Dr. Andre, I am Aka Action. Nice. Well, we're we're excited that um, on this show something so tremendous was accomplished. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go back and tell the audience uh, who you are and how you created the name. What order would you like to go in? I mean, the, you you just wrote a chapter in uh, Hope is Dope, and then you, I think it's been expanded into Dose of Hope, so you're going to be in this this mega mother. But we also want to get it in the kids' version. Well, not the kids, but the young adults' version, the one in the schools. And that one's a little different slant. That one's uh, your defining moment, which you had shared, I think, last time when Uwe was uh, having you on as a, a cameo-partner uh, co-guest. 
correct? Ooey, ooey, Collins ooey. and the Funk Squad. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. I had a great time last time we spoke, and um, I was honestly extremely impressed with both of you guys. You know what I mean? The way we all vibed had left me uh, with a big smile. And from what I understand, the movement is to keep smiling. So it is, it is. And, and you, you are not only a smiler, but you're all about creating more love and smiles. So, so tell me about when the segue was that she said you're all about the love and you, and you, uh, it's like your campaign is love. And that reminded me that I hadn't shared about this book. So I'm going to make sure you get a copy of this. I would it's love really, it. Would, it's I a really cool book. Ever, 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 forever, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> and that's not cray cray. No, that's right on point. It is. It is. Um, so you have a book. Level. You have a book coming out, right? Yeah, you know, um, we have our new music coming out first. Uh, we have some new music featuring Grammy winners, Bootsy Collins and Jamie Jones. The first song is Time for Some Action. Uh, I'd sent uh, Dr. Andrea a, a video, so hopefully we can share that later. Um, oh, we will. We will. We will. Yeah, forever, forever, ever. <laughs> uh, so my wife and I, okay, in 2020, uh, everybody knows the pandemic hit. In March of 2020, two days after my birthday, my little brother overdosed and passed away. What years day is your ago, birthday? Uh, March 25th. Uh, years ago, um, we had some life experiences where some people were telling us we need to write a book, not only about our life story, my wife and I, uh, but about uh, uh, something that had happened with one of our children. It was pretty deep, um, pretty eye-opening. Um, what was it'll it? Leave you, it'll leave you with hearts all over. Uh, I want uh, to hear well, I can tell some. That's some of the stuff I can't tell too much about because the way we lead into it with the book, um, I'm new with this. I'm a nerd from Ohio. I'm not used to doing music with Grammy winners. You know what I'm saying? I'm not used yeah. to writing a book and then having a best-selling author want to ghostwrite it and different people want to be involved with it. I'm new at this. I'm an average nerd nobody. I'm a simple man with a simple plan from Ohio. You know what I'm saying? So I well, want to make quite sure a compliment. all the rules, but I also want to make sure – um, that I give people what they would want to hear leading into it because it's very inspiring. Um, but the book is called Hearts from Heaven. And uh, when we wrote this book, I didn't uh, – you're going to laugh. Uh, my education in schools is limited, and you'll hear that more in my story. Um, so I didn't know anything about first person, third person, all that stuff. So my wife and I got together. We're like, there's a pandemic. The world's going crazy. We're meditating and praying on this. Something's telling us it's time to write our book. So we start working on our book. We get this book done in like three months. I mean, you know what I mean? We're hammering it. And uh, I get it all the way done. I send it to some of the team. And they're like, are you writing this in first person? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, should I Google this? <laughs> so we'd already wrote the book and then found out we had to rewrite the book. Uh, and it was pretty neat. It, I have a lot of my life I've spent burying a lot of the stuff that happened to me in my past. Um, I think it's like a natural human thing to do if you've been physically, mentally, mm -hmm. or sexually abused. You know what I mean? You just kind of want to cover that up. And, uh, and I always put on my, my tough guy act, you know what I mean? So I always leave that back there. And in my mind, I've had a blessed life. I've had a great family. I've had a great upcoming. Um, but I ignored a lot of the stuff that other people would be like, my God, this is horrible abuse. You know, like my, this is not normal. It's, this is not normal at all. Um, and a lot of that came out when I was writing the book. And I reached down deep into stuff that had happened. You know, one of the first times I remember a major experience, I was like seven years old and God rest my dad. So he had some issues and we were having fun wrestling and I hit him in the wrong spot and he punched me and knocked me out cold. Well, I just figured everybody's dad 
punched him and knocked him out cold. Or, you know what I mean? So it's, I didn't understand a lot of the abuse I'd been through. When I started writing this book, I was already a parent. And being a parent and looking at this book and writing it, I mean, I cried half the time writing it. It was one of the most healing experiences I've ever had in my life. And it really pours into the book. Who's the publisher? We haven't put it out yet. Uh, okay, so you were working on that. Okay. And did you well, write in first person or third? Uh, we, we switched it up to first. <laughs> so long story short, um, we got the book done, got it in the hand of an agent I work with, amazing guy. And he's done a lot of this stuff with other celebrities. And he mm -hmm. got it to an author. And the first author he took it to um, said, I want to write this book, you know, blew his mind. You know, I grew up, you know, started selling marijuana at the age of 14 uh, per my dad's request. <laughs> it's a long story, you know, you know, so I grew up fast. And um, by the time I was 18, I was into a whole different world. Once I left school, most people didn't see what I was doing and what I was into. They figured I was just the same tanner, yada, yada, yada. But I was going to the coast, bringing home large amounts of marijuana, bringing it. So I grew up really fast over the course of a few years. And um, I skipped through a lot of childhood and went straight to adulthood. And um, it comes out in this book. And some of the stories are pretty intense. I mean, it starts off with a, a, a drug lord uh, holding a gun to my head when I'm out of the country playing around, you know what I mean? And it gives me a flashback when my dad put a gun to my head when I was younger. Um, and, and he's expecting me to be scared. Instead, I leaned up into him. You know what I mean? So the book starts off intense. Um, and it's all true. Um, my, the agent I work with made sure that he kind of got on my nerves, making sure everything was like, T's were crossed, I's were dotted. You have witnesses to this. You have paperwork on that. You know what I mean? It's like, my God, brother. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But um, it, it, it really helped a healing process with my wife and I. You know, she was out on her own at 17 like I was. She was an exotic dancer, you know, living in Japan for a while. You know what I mean? Doing extremely well. And when we met up at, you know, the young age of 21, we was done partying. <laughs> we was done with that lifestyle. Most people are ready to get their ID and go out. We were done, man. We had enough. Uh, we got together. We just like to go to Blockbuster, get movies, you know what I'm saying, and come home and do nothing. We'd already done it all. Um, so our, mm -hmm. both of our lives are pretty intense. And when you put it into a book form, then you add in a lot of the other coincidences, like one of the things that helped me get out of the lifestyle I was in, uh, I, out of a fluke, met up with Uwe Collins, you know, my mentor, my sensei, you know what I'm saying? And, and he mentored to me, and it, and it helped get me out of that lifestyle, um, and into a whole new world. And then with being with the Funk family, as long as I have and kind of being their adopted son, you know, um, I've learned a lot. And a lot of people will say, where did you get your heart? And I'm like, you know, regardless of what happened within my family, everybody in my family had a big heart. You know, I've lost both of my brothers. You know what I mean? My father committed suicide last year. It's been a wild ride. You know what I mean? Um, but my family had heart, but I learned a lot of my giving and really being compassionate for other people from Uwe Collins, you know, Patty Collins, you know what I mean, mom, you know, Nicole, sis, you know what I mean, Bootsy, you know what I mean, the whole family watching them. I didn't know who Bootsy was when I met this family. I didn't care. You know what I mean? I was in my own world. I didn't care who anybody was. Well, celebrities don't impress me. But I met this family and got in with this family, and my God in heaven, they are some of the most beautiful people on planet Earth. You go to their Thanksgiving, everybody sits around and gives thanks. <laughs> what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? There's no crazes, no alcohol, no nothing. It's a consciousness of love and peace. And I had never mm. seen it like that. And it changed me. It changed me to the point where I'm on fire to pass it on. My music has always been something I did to speak to my people that was going through a lot and doing a lot of things they shouldn't be doing. 
And then, you know, I started writing my song Hope and Love that went viral first when we put out when my older brother was in the hospital. So I've always started doing music and had the intention of doing music with it, helping to influence other people going through times. I didn't just write it to help me with these times. I wrote it so I could try to hopefully somebody hears it and they decide to put the needle down. They decide to take the gun away from their mouth. They decide to mm -hmm. reach out, ask for help because it's OK. You know what I mean? No matter how tough you yeah, are, dude. right? Can't you know? <laughs> How'd you like doing the uh, template? The dose of, did you do both of them? The dose of hope and the hope was dope. We, we did the uh, interview. We did interviewed it. Yeah. And, okay. uh, um, but he's right about the first and third and second and other people. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, liked I, it? I actually, instead of transcribing it myself, I paid to have it transcribed $250 later. I was like, yeah, I, I talked to him. I said, well, we need to fix some of these things and do them again. So <laughs> this has been the most expensive interview. <laughs> It'll pay off. Don't worry. We're just getting started. How did you like, uh, who was who the photographer that took your uh, Keep Smiling shot? You did? Yes. Um, but I'm taking them again when we um, meet. At the October 7th, um, the uh, Back Home Patriots, because we'll be with Bootsy Collins and the Naked Karate Ladies and all of those groups will be there. So we're getting all of that done. And I'm meeting with the family that Action is helping with as well that we talked about prior to the show. Well, I wanted to see your Keep Smiling shot. I was looking forward to it. Do you, can you send it to me so that we can publish it? Good. So um, I, I'm guessing nothing's off limits in this interview, right? Cool. Dude, and, you uh, have no idea. <laughs> I'm, open. Well, I'm not going to. Uh, yeah. So I just I wanted to ask you because, you know, your smile is actually really beautiful. You have a smile of love and obviously glitters, too. So <laughs> um, I want to ask you about your grill. Yeah, I want to ask you about it. So when did you get a grill and how does that work? Because I'm not familiar uh, as much. Well, we'll make sure we get you one, and we'll get you the VS Diamond Fangs. Uh, oh, by the – yeah, I, I do have a picture where I have a grill, and it is yes, pretty neat. Yeah, share that before we're done if you can. I will um, share it at the intermission, yes. Yeah, I, I uh, showed it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, grill is a wild story. Um, I've always kind of been into – growing up, all the people that influenced me always had bling. You know, it's kind of like a little, you know – Usually I never go anywhere without my pinky ring because it means something to me and a few group of friends when we were growing up. When one of my close friends was buried in his pinky ring, and you know what I mean? It's like it means a lot to us. Um, but the grill, um, my little brother, he was conscious of his teeth. And I always told him, don't worry about it. I'm going to get us matching grills one day. You can get a top. Um, you can get it the top or bottom, and I'll get the other. You know, you get one, I'll get the other. You know what I mean? And um, – when he passed away, I, I felt like I had to complete that. So I got both top and bottom. <laughs> so that's what the story behind the grill. That, and, and well, so you, that's where it come from. But if you want to hear why I got the grill that I got, that's a different story. Um, I want to hear that story. That's what this, I is, um, this is just a message to all those. The AKA action is coming. Um, he's reporting for duty. Um, I'm going into an industry full of vampires. I'm quite aware that there's a lot of people in Hollywood. Um, that are vampires. They want to suck you dry. You know what I'm saying? They want to get you, use you and flip you out of here. I've been studying this place for a long time and I plan on taking over the entire industry. Uh, so I wanted to make sure I had the edge, you know, back when I was selling dope, I always made sure I had some kind of edge. There's always three scenarios. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at best case, worst case, middle ground and best case, 
get into this industry, everything goes smooth. Middle ground, whatever. That's easy. I always more prepare for worst case. And worst case, if any of these vampires try to bite me or anybody that's on my team, I'm going to bite back. Bottom line, they can't stop what's coming. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty in-depth. <laughs> I was just telling Jamie Jones about that at his concert. Jamie was like Jamie Jones from the group Offer One, my big mm -hmm. brother, one of my mentors, the producer of Time for Some Action, and he's on the track. Um, we was at his show, and he said, hey, when your first album goes platinum, you got to get me a grill. And I said, well, let me tell you the story behind the grill. And I told him when I said, because if they try to bite me, big brother, I'm going to bite them back. And he's like, get them, get them. And I'm like, we're coming. We're coming. The, the love movement is on the way. A love conscience movement. The love vibration is on its way. And uh, there's the greater good and the keep smiling movement and the Bootsy Collins Foundation and the AKA action movement are going to take over. And we're going to teach everybody how to smile through all their pain and all their storms. That's fantastic. So tell me about the AKA uh, action movement. Tell me, tell me how we can support that. Uh, AKA action.com. Check it out. Um, AKA action.com. AKA action.com. I know you're supposed to say it three times to get it in the brain, like a little jingle. Um, it's a love movement. Um, I believe I have a blueprint. Um, I know how to go through what others call a lot of hard moments in life. And, and I know how to get through them and overcome I know how to quit smoking. I did. I used to smoke three packs of cigarettes a day almost and dip all day long. Can of dip. Imagine getting dipping in the, in the, in the grill. <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? I, I got a blueprint on how people can take their body back and their mind back. I can show people if they want it, how to take their life back. It's a blueprint that I have. And I've been working on for years. I've helped a lot of people get off hard drugs. The, the only ones that really don't listen to you, are the ones closest to you. You know what I mean? Um, but I've helped a lot of people, not me, the system that I've learned, because I'm a nerdy, normal human being, but I've learned a system that's been able to help a lot of people if they want to change their life to change it. Um, if you go to well, AKA, tell, me, tell me about uh, tell me about the blueprint first, and I wanted to ask you about nerdy next. So, what's I'm what's all the day blueprint? nerdy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you've used that a couple of times. I want to I want to hear about that because most people don't think nerdy is cool, and it obviously can be. So let's talk blueprint first, though. It can what, be. What, everything can be cool. The blueprint, what I feel like is the blueprint, because I mean, back before I even knew there was like, for instance, an addiction, you know, I used to drink a lot, a ton. It was just a thing. You know what I mean? I used to, uh, of course, partake in a whole lot of marijuana, um, a lot of LSD, um, a lot of, you know what I mean? Mushrooms, you know what I mean? I, I'd done a lot of stuff and then out of nowhere, these pills came along and I didn't even know Percocets or anything like that were addictive. You go to the doctor, you get hurt, they give you pain pills, you take them. Mm-hmm. As you're taking them, they don't really work anymore. You're already connected to everybody in the underground. You're like, give me some more Percocet. You know what I'm saying? Um, not even thinking anything of it because, I mean, it's not like, you know, a functioning addict is the worst. And I've never been addicted to pills in my mind, but I went about a year or so doing pills and I realized, you know, I didn't crave like the marijuana. <laughs> you know, I didn't crave, you know what I mean? the mushrooms. And I'm not saying those things are okay. I don't think anybody should be doing anything until they got to get their mind straight and you can't get it straight diluting it. But I'm just saying, I noticed that the cigarettes, the alcohol, the Percocet, stuff like that were just really addicting. And uh, when I started noticing friends having problems with them, it made me think I, I'm going to stop this because it could become a problem. 
Well, if you've been taking Percocet for a year straight and you decide to stop it, it ain't like just stopping at a stop sign and then going on through. You know what I mean? One of the biggest epidemics in this world is the opiate epidemic. My little brother died from it. I know all about it. So many friends have spoke at their funerals. You know what I'm saying? Looking at people in the crowd nodding off on opiates while I'm talking at a funeral about our friend who passed away on opiates. So I know how hard it is for people to get off these things. I've gotten off <clears throat> all that. I've gotten everything I do in my life now. I am in control of it. If someone sees me with a cigar in my mouth, I might only smoke two or three a year. I do it when I control it. It doesn't control me. See what I'm saying? I don't even take a pain pill now, even if I'm in pain, just because I feel like I'm dishonoring all the people that have that, that I've lost. So, but I believe I've got a blueprint on how people can take their life back. And it starts with if you don't start believing that you're worth it and you can do it, you're not going to start on it. You know what I mean? So I want to show people, look at this nerd. I did it. And if I can do it, you can do it. And I could show you how to do it. You could put the cigarettes down if you want to. You can control your life. I just lost in the last few years over 50 pounds. I didn't realize I was overweight until I was I was overweight. And I was like, you know what? This is I've got to take this. I've got to slow down. I didn't realize that the Percocets were a problem until I put them down. I didn't realize how much I liked Hennessy until I said, hey, I'm not going to drink Hennessy this week. And I was like, "Ooh, I want some Hennessy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, these are all things we can take back. It's not going to happen overnight. The first thing is for people to not beat themselves up. Don't feel guilty about this. We're human. These things happen. We're kind of programmed to make these stakes and be to be addicted to consumption. So first, forgive yourself. <laughs> Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. I'm an amazing human being. I got another day on planet Earth to be me. And after you're done with that, realize, guess what? You can make these changes. It's not going to happen overnight. I'm a beach body coach, um, but I would never tell anybody that uh, you're going to just do the 90 day program. It's a lifestyle. Don't try to rush it. Find inner peace and happiness. Love you where you are and how you are. And as soon as you start doing that, you can start changing. That simple. That simple. You know what I mean? So the blueprint is a series of things like what do I do first thing I, when I wake up in the morning? I hate V8s. <laughs> but if I'm going to break my fast, my breakfast, if I'm going to break my overnight fast, I would rather have I, I, I drink a V8, which I hate. Disgusting. Sorry, V8. I love you, but I drink them every day. You know what I mean? And I eat my vitamins and I put that on my stomach and then I stretch out and I meditate on how, how I, thoughts become things. So I tell myself what my day is going to be, how great it's going to be, how I'm expecting things to come at me when I'm doing good and I'm going to overcome them. And then I go straight to hit and play on a beach body program that I don't want to do, <laughs> that I despise and hate, <laughs> but I do it. And I go through these motions for a half hour. By the time I'm done, the vitamins, the nasty taste of V8 is in my body. I've got the one thing everybody doesn't want to do done first thing in the morning and I'm ready to start my day. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you, you have to program yourself for success. Your thoughts will become things. So you have to control them. What you speak will manifest. So you have to be careful with what you speak and you can't sit around and pray or meditate for that water bottle to get to my mouth, to give me a drink. You got to take action. You see what I'm saying? So that's the blueprint. I am the blueprint. That's beautiful. And it makes sense. And I can see why it works. It's so easy. It's easy, man. It's just, you got to love yourself. If, yeah. 
when we beat ourselves up over simple things that don't matter, we lose. I used to be the most self-conscious guy in the world. I got my nickname Action because I started beating up bullies because I used to get bullied. I used to have a nervous twitch. My head used to not stop doing this in grade school because I was so nervous from all the stuff I was going through. And in middle school, you're shaking your head like this with nervous twitch. You're not going to be the most popular guy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I would get bullied and laugh. But when I seen other people get bullied, it was like something just switched in my brain. And I just, you know what I mean? And that's where I got the nickname Action. The ACA, a.k.a. came from another story we'll get into later. We will. We're going to go to break right now. Um, So simple to take your life back. It's so simple. People think it's difficult. If you can go five seconds without a shot of heroin, you can go 10 seconds. If you can go 10 seconds, you can go 30 seconds. If you're feeling like you need to put that heroin needle in your arm, reach out. Maybe you can't reach out to the people you've already done wrong because they're sick of it. There's hotlines. There's different things. You know what I mean? Reach out. If you're in Cincinnati, Ohio, reach out to Maddie's house. I mean, Hmm. Julie Riley, Steve Riley, some of the most beautiful people on planet Earth, they're doing big things. If you have a problem, reach out. You know what I mean? People do care. Even if you've done burnt every bridge there is to burn, there's somebody out there who you haven't burned that's going to care. And then when they listen, talk, when they talk to you, listen and then take action. You have to believe you're worth it. If you can go 20 seconds, 30 seconds, one minute without a snort of cocaine, you can go 24 hours. Come on. You're worth it. I'm the blueprint. Thank you very much, Action. Well, we are going to slide out to do our our, uh, commercial break. And we're going to be right back and hear the uh, AKA and a lot more. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. 
All right, it's good to be back with AKA Aka Action. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be playing a song very soon. Let me, I'm going to see if I can find something. Uh, there's, there's this shot that I wanted to show you and I was looking for it. It's on your break. timeline on your main page. So if you go to your timeline and look like seven uh, you, you, or eight you, pictures you can, down. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. You're better at that stuff. I don't know. How to... You want me to do it? Okay. All right. I'll let, I'll let you... Uh... Well, I'll let you go ahead and I'll do that. Oh, for I found you it. And you I found it. I interview. found it. Oh, good. Well, I think I found it. It's not really in great shape here. This is a very small version of it, but it'll still serve a purpose. All right. You ready? So first of all, this is, <laughs> this is, this is the first uh, party we did. And his name's uh, Donnell and he had a grill and his teeth were all decayed. You have any action? His teeth were all decayed. And uh, we had, we had, <laughs> Yeah, well, we yeah, underneath the grill was all decayed teeth, and we adopted him and his cause of helping him find some teeth so he could have a smile. And what's ironic about this is that um, we've created a, almost 200 of these books because of him, his first book. I needed a reason to do a key smiling book. I needed to say that the smile card gave a smile to somebody. And he, he has, uh, I mean, in the book, I, I don't have a handy, but in our Baltimore book, it shares the story of how he had – basically been discriminated against because no one yeah. wanted him at a professional event. They didn't want him at a wedding. They didn't want him at a corporation and he was very talented. And so um, what happened was we created all these events and I talked to a dentist for like three years and finally found a dentist, a Dr. Minch of all people in Towson, Maryland. And he volunteered to do it and uh, just asked Donnell to pick up some very minor costs. And because that story between Dr. Minch and Donnell, that launched the very first Key Smiling book and the first Key Smiling story. And Andrea is working hard to basically match one story of a smile that was created because of our foundation. Because this was truly, truly caused because of a conversation of, hey, this guy stopped in life because his grill stops him from being taken seriously. You're in the music business action. You don't have yeah. to fight that discrimination as much. That, that's yeah. actually an acceptable look to have. Yeah. But I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you that wow. uh, we had fun with uh, Donnell and that theme at one of our events. You want to see me? Yes. You can see. You, you can see the screen, right? Oh yeah. Okay. That's me, baby. I, you know what? I love it. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I love it. That is great, man. I love it. That story made me just my my whole body's went. <laughs> When you told that story. Well, I, here, here's what I'd like to do, Action. Since uh, you're in the love movement, Bernardo's in the love movement, and the Key Smiley yeah. movement is the love movement, I actually would like to invite you to find stories like the, the one you're passionate about, the, yeah. your person, your project, your cause, uh, your mentee, and let us help you tell the story so it evokes that more people can adopt a person in need of hope. Because yeah, hey. when you told me that Uwe needed uh, is just the biggest giver, and he oh. chose you. There wasn't a condition. You yeah. told me in that show. You said it, it was unconditional. He just kept giving, and it still does. You know, and by the way, if Uwe doesn't do that, who does? And that's yeah. that's that's the bystander effect. So I want I want you to help us cause that every single book deserves to have a story that's kind of like a cameo. It's just a cameo of one of the person that was affected because someone cared about their smile. I and, love it. That's above my alley, man. Cool. Well, a smile can be several directions. It can be the fact that you need a little work and sometimes you need a little work. Yep. Amen. So yep. you, uh, you use the word nerd a lot. And um, I taught P uh, science in PG County and my kids asked me, they said, Mr. Roshan, are you a nerd? And I, I taught physical science 
And I actually, I answered them with, I wish. Yeah. Because ner- nerds, nerds rule the world. Yep, they do. They <laughs> rule the world. I, uh, so you are my first nerd that I've ever met that has a grill, though. I will say that. So I would, I would, and by the way, I want one of those action hats. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah, for sure. Wait, we'll get you one. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'll do, action. This is, this, there's a new book I have, and I got to figure out how we're going to get together for this one. But I want an action hat. I'm going to get my grill on. All right. Yeah. We're going to take a shot together and it's going to this new book called Connected. And it's just I'm the down. people that I, I admire for who they are, how they change the world and how they specifically change my look and inspiration and what I learned from them. So I, I loved your blueprint. I, I got to say, uh, Andrea is on point with that one. That's, that's a book just by itself. Um, it's like, um, let me see. It's like action blueprint your life. That's like a badass title right there. I'm in, dude. I'm in. Isn't hey. that a cool title? Yeah. It, you know very- what? I just realized something. I called it an action guide. That's wow. kind of funny. Because I always call workbooks action guides. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that you guys could make magic. And Ken is very – one of his greatest gifts is when he designs a cover and comes up with the titles. Uh, it, they're, they're quite amazing. Yep. Yep. Bernardo was nice enough to give me a, a shout-out because we worked a little bit on his title. Um, his, yeah. his, his, his working title that he had, cause if you don't have a title, you're working with it yet still. And he had a title, a simple man. And I said, you know, with all the work you've done on yourself, I, I hear the word evolving. And when we're finished with the conversation, he says, you know, you might have the new title uh, that I want to work with. So yeah, it was so uh, very, powerful. yeah, evolving is just a very big word um, yeah, because it shows you're learning. It shows you're willing to get uncomfortable. It shows you've gone through pain. Uh, it, it shows that you're humble on some level. Because if you, the ultimate evolution or evolving of a, a person, man or a woman, is that they understand humility. Yeah, I am. The part of the blueprint is evolving. What you have to do is you have. It's almost like human beings have been programmed to get offended if someone teaches them something. I don't know. You know, it's like sometimes when you're working with someone and you're like, "Oh, we need to do this," and they're like, "Oh no, I don't." Need to. It's like in their mind if they don't already know it, then they're not smart. It's like, we need to learn that we should always keep learning. We should welcome learning. I was talking to a gentleman the other day and I told him, I prefer to hang around people much older than me. Um, A lot of the people I grew up with, they are upset because they always want to hang around me and my family and it's nothing personal. I love them, but I'm not on that ship. I don't always want to be teaching lessons. I like to hang around people who are older than me. So I can kind of just like a sponge, a dry sponge. I can soak up their knowledge and their life wisdom. And I think people should be encouraged to keep learning. It's not, you're not stupid and there's nothing to look down on yourself. If you learn something, that's an honor. You know what I mean? So evolving. Yeah. And you know, when you, when you're listening to someone talking to you and you hear criticism, you're actually need to understand that could be ignorance. But if you hear that it would help you be better then you're hearing love. And it's interesting, but th- there's a study, you can Google it, and there's tons of these studies, but people that are ignorant, we'll just use that as the word, all right? Yep. Think they are smart, and they think they're a lot smarter than they really are. And it's interesting, but people that are super intelligent, brilliant, even genius, they don't think they're smart at all. Because they're smart enough to know there's so much more to know. I love that. Nicole, I yeah, I've said as well. The, the deeper down the rabbit hole of the world and the mind goes, the more you realize you have a lot to learn. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to come up with a quote, but it's uh it's something like uh, Benjamin Franklin saying, um, "Don't speak and look intelligent instead of letting the cat out of the bag, so to speak." That you are missing a lot of the marbles you need to have. <laughs> yep. and we should all learn and grow. Uh, yes. uh, I like the way that you just put that. You know what I mean? Uh, a second ago, that was something right there that should be in some kind of a, a meme. You know what I mean? We should always welcome knowledge. We should we should always want to get a little smarter and better every day. We don't have yes. it together, and that's okay. Let's get a little better every day, you know? You know, um, actually, that's interesting you say that because I, I have this this kind of best of I'm trying to do of just wisdom I've been putting together. And my son, and like all people, they make choices that they're upset or they're mad or that they're ungrateful or they're bored. They, that's a choice. And he didn't understand that that was a choice. And I said, no, no, it is a choice. It's a choice just like if you – were to choose to be happy. And he was, he was taking it in. He was processing it. And I said, I said, Kenny, you know, you're not happy on this vacation, which he wasn't. We went to Rhode Island and he just wasn't all about that. And, and he said, you know, Rhode Island's no Machu Picchu and it certainly is no Machu Picchu. And, uh, <laughs> and he was just miserable and he was in the back seat, just like slumping and glumping. Right. And I said, Hey, Kenny, you and I are going to go for a ride. So we went for a ride and I said, where do you choose? And I use every word. I use the word choose and choice. I said, where do you choose to go? And he says, well, does Rhode Island even have a target? I said, yeah, Rhode Island has a target. And he says, he says, I, I, I would like to go there. And I said, so you choose, you choose to go to target. And he says, yes. I said, okay, let me see target near me. And it was fortunately like nine minutes away. So I took it and we went to this mall in Providence kind of run down. First thing he says is, Man, that Target looks old. <laughs> it looks like it doesn't look like nice and beautiful like the Targets in our in Maryland. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, Kenny, I guarantee you this: they have whatever you want in there. If if you are looking for something, they probably have it. I kind of knew in the back of my mind he was going to pick Pokemon. So I said, you can choose anything you want in the store, anything you want. You choose it. Now he didn't know the game yet. I did. I knew the game that I was hoping he didn't pick something too big. <laughs> <laughs> and he chose, he chose, he was looking at these Pokemon cards and sure enough, he picked the most expensive one. It was like 60 bucks for a little box. And he says, dad, these have all the, all the different sets I want. There's six different sets. There could be some real money in here. And I said, so you're telling me you choose that one. You choose that Pokemon. So if you didn't choose it, you wouldn't have it. Right. He says, no, I wouldn't have it. And I said, okay, so before you choose it and we get it, I want you to choose some other things. So I went through 10 things and I said, I want you to say, I choose these things. And we went through 10 different things and he had to memorize them in front of me, which he's pretty quick at. And I said, if you can keep three of these choices alive for the next three days, I will choose to buy this for you. The $60, I'll choose to buy it for you. But if you go to zero of them, you don't have any of these in, in active play, you will choose to buy this for $60. So the, the here's what the choices were. So um, it was, I choose to be positive. Second one is I choose to be nice. The third one is I choose to be happy. The fourth one is I choose to be abundant. The fifth one is I choose to be a whole lot of love. The sixth one was I choose to be chivalrous, a gentleman. The seventh one was I choose to be kind. The eighth one was I choose to be fun. And the ninth one was I choose to be patient. And the tenth one was I choose to be better. And he memorized them. It's just like I just did that right now. That was exactly yeah. in order. And he yeah. did every one of them perfectly. And I said, Kenny, there's, I mean, just have three alive, three alive at all times. And, and the other day, 
I, I was having a bad day. I mean, I just wasn't having a good day. And Dr. Smiley, just like anybody else is a human. I wasn't having a bad day. And he didn't get upset about it. And he didn't like, he, he, he consoled me. And I said, Kenny, I'm so proud of you. You were like even keel and you helped me get, my, get out of my stuff. I said, how'd you do that? And he says, I chose it, daddy. Wow. This nine-year-old, become... nine-year-old, right? <laughs> That's, um, you said so much there that I want to touch on. Um, that is something else. Those 10 things need, I mean, that those 10 things could be a book itself, 10 chapters. I mean, are you kidding yeah. me? That is, that's beautiful. Um, what an amazing father you are. Good on you, man. Really good. Very cool. Thank man. You, what, that's, that's stuck with him. That'll never go. He'll pass that on. That's something that could very well get passed on for generations that right there alone. And what more important thing could you pass on than that? I mean, that's beautiful. Ben. Well, you know, the, the I blueprint part you have. <laughs> Well, thank you, actually. I, I want to say something about your blueprint. I loved every part of it, and there's nothing I would actually say wasn't important. Everything was important. I would just give you that they have the power to choose their worth. It. They have the power to choose they can forgive themselves. They have the power to choose they can do it. They have the power to choose they love themselves. They have the power to choose they will be the program. And the reason I say that is choice is power. And the more you give yourself power, the more you actually create but if you just say, I got to, I got to believe I'm worth it. No, that's not a got to. That's a, that's a choice. You get to choose it. Yeah. That's powerful. And, you know, I have some people say, <laughs> do I have to hold this up? Do I have to hold this up? And I go, no, of course you don't have to hold it up. That's your choice. And it's funny how they change. Then they smile because if they had to hold it up, it's kind of like, okay, I'll do this for you. No, 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 no. This, this smile is for you to actually show the world that you're love. And that's your choice. It changes everything, doesn't it? Well, I'll tell you what, Ken, you're not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to be. It's beautiful. It reminds me, me too. It reminds me of one of my NFTs. If you go to akaction.com, you can see an NFT I got made. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what exactly what it says, but it's a picture of a bee, and it's got like an alien ship above it, and it says, choose to be happy. It's a choice. Don't alienate yourself from being all you can be. Choose to be happy or something like that. You know what I mean? And it's all yeah. of our NFTs have these mega positive twist to them you know what i mean and uh it's you, it is a choice you have to choose to be happy you silly little bee you know so it's a choice and it's the how you doing with the nfts i haven't promoted them yet i've been making them um okay. i had to find the right blockchain to put it on to make sure it would never disappear with cryptocurrency in that world some pro 90 percent of the projects are going to disappear in my opinion <laughs> from my research and i wanted to make sure i worked with a platform that was not going to disappear and that was going to like, for instance, we have digital autographs on there. There's only going to be so many made. If somebody buys that NFT, the be happy, that's for a million dollars. So I'm not expecting to sell it tomorrow, but it's for a million dollars. And if it sells to somebody, it can't be built on a blockchain or a platform that gets rug pulled. It's got to be something to last forever. So I had a long talk with the people at Lightmint with the, the, they built this on the Stellar XLM coin. And um, now that we have a solid platform we put our nfts on we're starting to put all of them together i want to have 100 nfts together before i start selling them uh, we have like 58 right now ranging from one dollar up to three million dollars so i'm a dreamer <laughs> that's the way you got to be though it's all positive uplifting stuff um anything i'll ever be involved with be positive and uplifting uh, uplifting uh you'll never hear me do a song that's got any curse words um i'm far from a perfect human being um but i make sure anything i'm involved with it just adds like the keep smiling movement. You know what I mean? I'm, we only will associate ourselves 
with what we do uh, with people just like you guys. So, so with the time running out so fast, with the time running out so fast, we have that rapid fire where we're going to ask you some unique questions. I think you were with the with the uh, rapid fire last time with Uwe, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. we're going to get a little yeah. So we're going to get a little more creative, but since uh, Dr. Andrea has brought you here and she knows you a little bit better than I do. Soon to be, we'll be brothers. We'll be the Grill Brothers. All right. Well, you know what? It's funny. I have a. I was going to say this earlier. You two have a connection. It's really cool. There's you guys are obviously a team, um, and I have a great connection with you guys. So I really enjoy this. And thanks for having me on. You know, I've turned down talking to a lot of people. Um, I recently did an interview with Rice Crypto, one of my good buddies in the crypto world. I wanted him to be my first interview, um, and you guys are my second. Um, the times that I've been on any other. Um, platform. I've only spoke about Ryder, which we'll get into later. But thanks for having me, and I have a great connection with you guys, and I really enjoy it. Awesome. Andrea, well, Ryder's going to be. Well, Ryder will be a great triumphant story about how a smile makes a difference. So, um, I want to give uh, Dr. Andrea. I always make sure when she brings on a guest that's uh, really happening, and she gets to know that guest really well. That uh, a question I may not have thought of or asked could be asked by her. So she's going to ask you at least one question. Uh, time permitting. So go ahead, Doctor. Yeah. So um, we'll have to do short questions, short answer for this one. Um, so you're serving on the board with uh, Bootsy Foundation, um, and, and I don't know if it's it's the an umbrella foundation or just Kyle's foundation that is related to the mouth and teeth. So I, I wanted you to talk about your philanthropy for being a board member. Um, I was asked to be on the the Bootsy Collins Foundation uh, board uh, years ago by Patty Collins, who I call mom, Bootsy's wife. Uh, you can find that at the BootsyCollinsFoundation.org. Um, they have a lot of stuff they're doing that's so beautiful. They have the Groovement Girls. They have the Kyle Willis Oral Care that you were speaking of. Uh, they have um, uh, Say It Loud, which is a program I'm passionate about, which was where they, they could get refurbished instruments in. Uh, have them fixed up and get them out to, to kids who couldn't otherwise get an That's instrument. That's amazing. That's amazing. Bootsy and Patty and their whole family, Nicole and all the Bootsy Collins Foundation, their heart is just so big. Um, I've never let me ask you about, about those instruments. Can I cut in real quick what, about those instruments? So you get the instruments. Do you, do you brand them? Do you have a gratitude trail or something that allows them to check in that where the instrument went and how it causes more smiles? I don't know. Yeah, great. I love it. I don't know much about that program. Um, that, that really doesn't have much to do with me. When they get one in, it gets fixed and gets sent out. It's not really something we discuss on okay. the board. Um, but I can find that information out. And hopefully you guys have Patty Collins on soon. She's amazing. She would love to come on here, I'm sure, and talk to you guys about the Bootsy Collins Foundation in Cincinnati, Ohio. Well, we, got, we got to round out the family. I mean, your son. Oh, yeah. We have Bowie. <laughs> Well, that's like, that. we, we start we start on the love of the family then uh, how how can patty say no especially because the kyle found kyle's foundation is um her nephew died yeah. uh from an infection similar to the one i have ken where the yeah. um bone in his face except for he didn't have the money to get uh antibiotics and the infection killed him um, he went septic and, and he died unnecessarily when he could have just had antibiotics. So um, that's, and so they're very attached to smiles and health and helping people. So, yeah. So, so sorry I'm, for interrupting you. Actually, I know you were talking a little bit about the, uh, uh, the different things you're passionate about and the, and the philanthropic aspects. Do you feel complete? Was that enough? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, sure. Okay. Cause I, I want Andre to ask another question if there's time. Yes. Is there? There's not. 
time, so I want to do three minutes. So let's do. I wanted to play the song. Let's do the song. And by the way, you already did the rapid fire, so this is the song. That's that's a good reversal because we did the rapid fire last time with Uwe. Oh, okay. Um, hold on just a minute. My uh, screen is being weird. Ask him, uh, talk, share something else while I'm looking here. Um, <laughs> oh, I see it's being, oh, oh, I just, interesting here. Well, All another right. thing about the, fa- okay, go ahead. I was going to speak more yeah, about go the for foundation. It. Yeah, foundation.org. Another thing that they're really, before 2020 came about, we would go into schools. And one of the things that I did with the program with my family is we did a little thing called Music Heals, where we'd bring in little instruments and try to teach kids how to play little instruments or even tap on the desk, anything they could do to try to put the video games down for a little while, because we feel like playing music, anybody can do it. And, and doing that, it brings kind of healing to your body. So there's a lot of cool things that they do and allow us to do. It's amazing. Most amazing family on the so planet. Cool. That is really cool. You know, um, it's it's interesting because we, as you put it, became a mentor and adoptee and a sensei, but he saw all this in you. And it seems like you had this before and he saw this. He pulls stuff out of me and he'll tell me, for instance, he was like, I want you to start speaking at these youth events. I said, man, we, I don't speak. You know, I curse. You want me to go in churches? What if I slip? You know what I mean? Uh, And he's like, no, you need to speak to people more often. You need to get in front of people and speak. And I'm like, I'm not a speaker. I'm not a talker. This is not what I do. And he said, yes, it is. You're going to do it. And I said, no, I'm not. And then about two days later, he said, hey, guess what? We're doing this event and you're doing it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to talk. You know what I mean? I don't know why anybody wants to listen to me, but. So he, he'll bring it out of me. He sees stuff in anybody. Uwe sees the good in people, and he helps mm-hmm. amplify it and bring it out. You know what I mean? He's an amazing guy. His heart, his mind's amazing. All right, I'm going to play the song. Hopefully we can hear it. I'm not hearing Is anything. There sound? Uh, I don't remember if at the very beginning. Should we be yeah, hearing something? Be yeah, there should be sound. I don't know why we can't hear it. All right. For some reason, we can't hear it. Um, I'm well, recording differently for the show. So unfortunately, we aren't going to be able to hear it. So I can't even stop the share here. This is where oh, here we are. Ah, sorry. Uh, all right. Well, for some reason. Oh, we can I put that as a oh, link, though. Actually. Too funny. It's playing on my headset. I haven't been able to get this thing to work the whole time I was on. All right. Now I can share. All right. Let's do it again. Um, Ken, you got to get that back tattoo that I got. I see that. Yeah, that, that is bad. You know, that, that's the ultimate uh, there it is. crossword puzzle. It's a little hard. To I'm it's it's not really working. I think we're going to have to do as a link. Hey, you got to see Jamie and Bootsy. My big brother, well, Jamie Jones. He's an amazing man. You know what we call something like that? We call it a teaser. So we're going to yeah. put the link. We'll put the link. So we can have the link in uh, when we release the show, and it'll just go right to YouTube, and it'll be fine, right? And what I can do is uh, with the um, our YouTube channel, I can attach a song to the end. And well, uh, since we have 30 yeah. seconds, we need to wrap up with love. So action. Thank you for allowing us to amplify the life, the leadership and all the love you bring to the world and how you bring community together and how you inspire hope. So 
love the tattoo in the back, man. Between the grill and the and the tattoo in the back, I'm going to be a twin brother. I mean, it's going to be I crazy. Got, it's funny you say that. I got the tattoo in my back when my older brother passed away. It was something I got for him. And the grill oh, really? passed away. So, And then you said, brother, yeah, we're connected yeah. already, Ken. We, we are. And that's why I want you in my book called Ken Connected. I'm in, dude. Just let me know. Let Andrea know, and she'll get a hold of me. I'll do anything she has. She's amazing. Well, we, beautiful we'll do it within four weeks. Within four weeks. That's what I want. Cool. Back at you. And love you. So uh, this is uh, Ken and Dr. Smiley, as I like to be called. Just like you got action, we got AKA Dr. Smiley. So we're the Akas, the Akka brothers, action and smiles. (laughs) (laughs) So have a great week. If you know someone inspiring and you want to recommend them for the book that action is in, Please connect with us, and we'd like to share your story and dose of hope. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week, and stay amplified. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard. 